Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Father God, we thank you. We give you praise, glory, and adoration. We magnify you because you are such a loving God. We do appreciate you for all the privilege and the opportunity you've given to us to look into your perfect word of liberty that we may grow thereby. We ask you for our wisdom, revelation, and understanding. Cause our spirit man to be fully enlightened by reason of your word so that we become those instruments that you so ordain to walk upon the face of the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. All right, so we're going to continue with our, our series on skills and success. Skills and success. This is part two. Skills and success. Part number two. Our main text is Proverbs 22-29, message translation. Proverbs 22-29, message translation. Amen. And their scripture says, Observe people who are good at their work. Ski workers are always in demand. And admired. And they don't take a back seat to anyone. They are not going to play second role to anybody. Skilled workers. Good enough, we're discussing that this morning. They are sought after. They don't stay behind or play second role to anybody. Any profession that you are in, God intends you to be skillful enough to stand out. Praise God. So, we're talking about a skill, the witness that God has deposited in your life. These are qualities that God has deposited. They point you out to other men, they point you out to other people, and they produce, if you will, promotion. Because men will always want you to be a service to them, and by so doing, you are promoted. Last week I did mention that even God is interested in skills, even in terms of his service. Whatever he intends you to do, God looks for special qualities, which will be character, which will be skills. That if we harness for that purpose, sometimes because we do not develop ourselves in this area, we lack opportunities to be used by God and even by men. Praise God. And so, Acts 6, verse number 1, we read that on Sunday. Let's start from there. Acts 6, chapter, I mean, verse number 1. Acts chapter 6, verse number 1. <clears throat> And in those days when the number of disciples multiplied, 
Then arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. And the Bible said, verse 2, Then the twelve called a multitude of the people or disciples unto them and said, It's no reason that we should serve and leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look for, or look ye out among you. Look for, or look ye out. It is men that are going to be looking for these people, not God. Hallelujah. Now, sometimes when I read this thing, I mean, it shocks me. I was thinking maybe the disciples will go pray so that God will give them names of the people that they're going to use. But I call the church and say, You among you, look out for and submit those names to me. It is men that recommend you to other people. <laughs> Praise God. The best of opportunities you may have in life may come through recommendations. Did you see that? That's why your relationship with people is very important. In a local assembly, in a family, your relationship is very important. <laughs> Praise God. Look here among you seven men of honest report. Number one. Full of the Holy Ghost. Number two. Full of wisdom. Whom we may appoint over this business. Remember this is God's business. But he has said we need recommendation from you. You should be the one to recommend these people. By implication if you are full of the Holy Ghost. Who we know. It's not God. We. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, is it making sense to you? That he say, hey, listen to me. From among you, go select several men. These several men should be full of the Holy Ghost. They should be full of wisdom. They have good reports. Imagine people that are going to do God's work. We are being recommended by their fellow brothers. Sometimes he said, I don't care. I just live my life. You're joking. You don't just live your life. You are in the midst of people. You need good reports. So I said, they hate me. They don't hate you. You need good reports. It's not about hatred. What's your relationship like with people? Praise God. Look at this. If we were to say, okay, we need seven men in this church that we can appoint as leaders. We are not the one recommended. We are saying, you recommend for us. You must be honest. You are a human being. The man that is always frowning his face. Who doesn't greet you? 
you are not going to recommend that individual. I may be honest with yourself. So you see, when men reject you, automatically God has rejected you. So you know, I don't care what people that you care, you have to care. Why wouldn't they go and pray? Is my question. They should have gone to pray so that when they come out, God will give them names. But they say, no, 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 no. You know who can work with you. I don't even get that. You know who relates well with you. We are trying to solve problems. So we don't want people that will create more problems. Recommend. We will approve that. God will approve that. You see why your relationship with your fellow brother and sister is important. But you, 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 don't, you don't think about these things. No, I'm not just concerned with my God. I'm just after my God. I'm with my God alone. You're joking. You are joking. I'll come back here. Give me Hebrews chapter 5. <laughs> Verse 1, 2. Hebrews 5. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things that pertain to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Take it from translation. Maybe amplify. Just verse 1. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in things relating to God. To offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. You're chosen for men, you are sent to men. Did you say that? So, God is not going to choose you when He knows that you don't have a relationship with people. How will He choose you? You can't offer services. You don't relate to people. You don't greet people. You don't talk to people. You're always finding your friends. You're always feeling you are somebody. And you want God to choose you. You can see why your spiritual growth is taunted. Your relationship with people. God is not blind. <laughs> Praise God. I mean, you begin to wonder why would my relationship have anything to do with my spirituality? This is what I'm showing you here. This is what the Bible is saying. You can deceive yourself. Where you don't have relationship with people, you don't have honor for people, you don't have respect for people, and you want God to choose you to do what? He takes you from among the people and sends you back to the people. That's why the disciples say, No, 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 we're not gonna do you among you. You know who can work with you well, you know who smiles, you know who you know, you understand. God, we are. We are trying to solve problem. Let's not create another problem by choosing people who are very rebellious. Just tell us who you think can do this job. And look at the criteria. Good reports. Good reports. <laughs> hey. Can your sisters write a testimony about you? No, think about that. If, if there's a vacancy, can your sisters pick the phone and call you? I need you to go take this job. Is it possible? 
when you don't communicate, you don't relate, you don't smile. Praise the Lord. So go back to our chapter 6. Give us seven men full of good reports, honest report, not just report, honesty. And they're full of Holy Ghost and wisdom. Critical team by which you live with amongst people. Wisdom. Husband and wife. Wisdom. Mother, children, father. Wisdom. It's critical in dealing with people. You need wisdom. Because all characters are not the same, even among your children. Praise God. You need wisdom. I don't know how many of you are seeing what I'm seeing in this passage. Why even the way you relate to your own children, to your husband, to your wife can be a problem in your spiritual growth. You know, offense will always come from children, husband, and wives. But how are you going to handle that with wisdom? Because it is problem solving that these people are not going to be chosen. So there's a problem in your family. How are you applying wisdom to it? That means every problem in the home requires wisdom to handle it. Every problem in the local assembly requires wisdom to handle it. How much of wisdom do you have? Praise God. Verse 5 said, And the same pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and with the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Procarius, and Nicanon, and Tinon, and Pemanus, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. Hmm? They chose seven men. The Bible said, when the disciples said, choose for us, the people were happy. Now, did you understand what I'm saying? It was a joy. Now we know those who can help us. Because it's like saying, if these people have to choose for us, they are going to impose them on these brethren who don't see eye to eye with other people. Thank God you ask us to choose. We know those who can serve us. Did you see that? The same please the people. And because it pleased the people, it pleased God. Praise God. Maybe after now, I need to be applying this principle too. Do I do to a measure? But I'm going to be calling you to tell me who should be your male leader or your women leader. The same pleased the people. Because they know those who they can relate with. Hallelujah. In line with this, go to Exodus 18, reading from 17. Even in this civil society, you need some qualities 
to be able to function. Exodus 18, 17. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Thou will surely wear away both thou and these people that is with thee. But this thing is too heavy for thee, that art not able to perform it thyself alone. These are people who are in leadership who think that nobody else can assist them. They have problem with Moses as he had. The same problem that Moses had. Moses said he was going to do everything. You can't appoint anybody else. The father-in-law was the one that helped him out. He said, this thing you are doing, you will die. And even the people also will die. You think you, nobody else has enough wisdom. You are the only one that had wisdom. Look at Inesse. Take verse 19 now. Hearken now unto my voice. Sometimes you got to listen to some people. No matter, no matter, no matter the grace upon your head, you need to listen to some people. Remember Moses had a calling. He had the voice of God. He saw the burning bush. He delivered the children of Israel from Egypt. He dealt with Pharaoh. All of those graces. He still need to listen to another voice. The voice of human being. It was not God that told him to restructure the system. It was a human being that told him. Are you following what I'm talking about? Sometimes you feel, oh, it's prayers. I have no problem. But I want to make you understand that a simple counseling can deliver you from what you are fasting for. It was God that called him. He heard God. He, I mean, he walking with God. He talks to God face to face. But he took another man to structure Moses. With all your spirituality, your sense is not correct. But in the wrong thing. So systems and rulership and civil society organization is not ultimately spiritual. It's natural thing. Your relationship with people. I will give the counsel. And I like the man. He was bold because he knew what he was talking about. Me, I'm your father-in-law. I'm going to give you counsel. Doesn't matter whether there's anointing oil flowing or your head and fire burning. I want to talk to you. This one you're doing, you're cleaning yourself. Are you following this? And when I give you that cancer, God shall be with you. Can, can you hear what I'm talking about here? Meaning the counsel of Jethro will deliver God to Moses. I'm not if you want to listen to cancer. No. <laughs> Be thou for the people to God word that thou mayest bring the causes unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws. I shall show them the way wherein they must walk and the work that they must do. In other words, pick some people, instruct them, stay back. Let these people do the job. You supervise. 
Praise God. Verse 21. Moreover, that shall provide out of the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such one over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifty and rulers of ten. That means some of you are not qualified to handle a congregation of fifty people. We should be able to know your capacity. I don't ever get in this. So if for instance we give you an appointment and say you manage three people, don't get angry. But say, no, 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 look at me. I've been in this church for donkey of years. And look at the appointment you are giving to me. Just little children. Um, just about five of them. And the other person, they are saying you should rule the women. You should, you should take care of the women. But I have been here. No, that's your capacity. You can't handle more than three people. We know you. And God knows you too. Are you listening to me? And so, exactly what happened in Acts chapter 6 was what happened here in Exodus 18. Only those specific capacity. You were dealing with talent this morning. It is the same thing. Don't expect to be in charge when you don't have capacity to be in charge. Some of you are just fortunate to be leaders, but you are not qualified in position that you are leading in. Because if you are in leadership and everybody is not flowing along with you, you are not a leader. You are not. If you are in leadership and you think that everything you say must be what goes, you are not a leader. You are just like Moses. Praise God. Francis came to me this morning and was discussing one or two things with me. I thought I told him, well, that's the way you go. You got to consult with people. Why do you have state councils? Why do you have all ex-presidents come together once in a while in a sort of to talk? You must talk to people. Don't think you are super good. You are no good. No, you are just not good. You must talk to people. You don't understand the counsel that comes from men who have a work and a relationship with God. You can dispute such counsels. They are as powerful as the voice of God. And the Bible says, when I speak to you, you are my counsel, God is going to be with you. Don't think you know it all. Hallelujah. I'm showing you what gives you promotion even in the spirit. I'm showing you what brings harmony to you in your family, in the church, in your sphere of leadership, men leader, women leader. What gives you grace to function is what I'm showing you. So that you could succeed in that sphere. Because if you are leading people and you are not making progress, you're just wasting time. You are meant to make progress in every little sphere. And that is why when you have a little one and you are succeeded for successful and it was an excellent, God will increase that one. Praise God. 
Let me take a final scripture for you today. I don't want to go too far. Daniel chapter 1. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a long reading from verse 1, number 1. Daniel 1 from verse number 1. Is anybody following me? Hallelujah. And the third year of the reign of Joachim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, into Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Joachim, king of Judah, into his hand with part of the vessel of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinan to the house of his God, and he brought the vessel into the treasure house of his God. Sometimes our rebellion before God makes him allow the enemy to take from us that which is precious. So that the things we are supposed to use to serve God, we use them to serve the enemy. The treasures in the house of God were taken and brought before gods of Babylon because of the rebellion of Joachim. Verse 3. And the king spake unto Pharaoh, the master of the eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel, and of the king's seed, and of the princes. Children in whom, look at verse 4. Children in whom was no blemish, but well favored, and what? Skillful in all wisdom. And cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such other ability in them to stand in king's palace a whom they might teach and learn the tongue of the Cadence. This is an earthly king. There are qualities looking for for those to serve him. An earthly king. And you think God will just choose anybody. Even where you don't have anything, whatever it takes. He'll just pick you and use you. You're joking. God annexed your talents. Did you see this? <laughs> choose. It's like saying, go into the midst of the children of Israel. And look for among them. That's another choice. The apostle said, choose from among you. The king said, go choose from me. Men that are well favored. Can you take it from a different translation? Maybe. Just verse 4. Praise God. Young men who are healthy and handsome. Oh, praise God. <laughs> Amen. That's how you should take care of yourself. Eh? It's important. Glory to God. Men who are healthy and handsome and intelligent and well educated. Look for them. Are you saying it? And he said, good prospect for leadership position. Good prospect. That means when you look around there, you know who can be a leader. Bring such people to me. 
This is an earthly king. He's still looking for skillful people. Hallelujah. Good prospect for leadership in the government. Perfect specimen. And indoctrinate them in the Babylonian language and the law of magic and fortune telling. He wants to train people that can work with him. But there are criteria he's looking for. Praise God. <laughs> go to verse 17. Go to verse 17. <laughs> Look at that. As for these four children, Meshach and Abednego, Meshach, whatever, is that okay? As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom, and Danny had understanding in all visions and dreams. Special qualities. Take it from the simpler translation again, verse 17. God gave these four young men knowledge and skill in both books and life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. In addition, Daniel was gifted in understanding all sorts of visions and what and dreams, special skills. Some of you are wasting away. Even the grace that God has given to you. Some of you are good dreamers. Some of you are good dream interpreters. But you are wasting away. How many of you understand that the only thing that took Joseph to Babylon, I mean to Egypt, to become a prime minister, was because he could dream and interpret dreams. These are graces God has given to you. But some of you are just wasting away. You are doing nothing with it. Because for you, what is most important is the business, is the money, and anything else you can think about. But the graces of God in your life that can make you stand out, you're neglecting them. I've come to make you understand that you need to think gracefully about your life and know the qualities that are in your life, that God has deposited in your life. Amen. Praise God. Are we still here? It's important you understand what I'm saying. Because it's going to deliver you. And bring you to the place of prominence. How many of you understand? What we're dealing with is, if you're diligent in your business, you will not stand before mere men. You will stand before kings. So you see Daniel and his brothers, they're not going to appear before who? Nebuchadnezzar. They're not going to be behind the scene. They were not the only one in Babylon. But there were certain skills in their lives. And guess what? The eunuch were able to discover that this guy had these skills. I mean, think about that. They were all there together. Just like it was in the book of Acts. Go look for me. And they were able to spot these four young men. Were they the only one in Babylon? No. But in the midst of their living with the rest of the people, these guys were able to discover that these things are in these people's life. 
Listen, folks, don't ever miss it. We are the one that can tell what is on your life. By the way you relate with people, by the way you talk to people, we know who you are. And if God asks for a recommendation, we know who to recommend. No two ways about that. They were not the only four guys in Babylon. But they went to pick four of them. That means all along, even as slaves, these people are observing them and they could be able to know what was in life of, of Daniel and all these people. They were able to know the life that was in them in the midst of being slaves. I repeat, don't make the mistake. I don't care what people think. I don't care what people say. <laughs> you will care at the appointed time. Listen to the voice of man. Listen to what I'm saying. And make your life better. Praise God. Go back in there and find out the grace in your life. If you are diligent in that grace, the Bible says you're not going to stay where you are. That means upliftment. That means growth comes towards you. Because you can discover those graces, those skills, those abilities that are in your life as we relate to people. You want success in life? Look in what? Hallelujah. You have the ability, you have the grace. This young man was speaking here. I remember when he was on the training. He would tell me, oh daddy, I need to, from Cephas, I need to go for this course. I need to go for this course. Sometimes I have money to send, so I don't have money. I said, okay, just manage whatever the case may be. I know that. He came out. The other day, Dr. Brian saw me and I said, Hey, Pastor, where do you have this, your customized shoes? I said, It's in the church. He said, Can I get his address? I have to send him his phone number. His skill is speaking for him. Who knows? If Brian will put on one of the shoes he's going to make one day, and somebody in the high office will say, Hey, Dr. Brown, who customized your shoe? Are you getting what I'm talking about? He will be recommended. Is he man diligent in his business? He will not stay behind the scene. He will be admired. He will look after. Men will go after such individuals. Friends, listen. Don't shut yourself down thinking it's about prayers. I'm not against prayer. How many of you know I pray? I pray. My private prayer is good. Sorry, I have to confess that. It's not about prayers alone. If, if you can't make available yourself, your skill, no matter how long you pray, you're going to be behind the scene. If you are praying for an open door and you are insulting Sister Jane or Sister Grace or Sister Emily, whichever the case may be, and then you are praying, Lord, I need an open door. And here is an open door. And unfortunately, the man that is going to open that door for you is asking that sister Emily just insulted to recommend for you. What happened? You see, the Emily you insulted is the angel that's going to open that door by simple recommendation. I have a sister that can do this job, it's all you need. That is the answer to that prayer. So, after praying, you know how to relate with the people. So, some of your prayers, they come from heaven. 
when they get to the ceiling, they stop. Because they don't know how to land anymore. Because they don't have good relationship with people. Because the people that are going to recommend that the prayer will land and the door opens, success comes in. Are you following what I'm saying here? Develop your skills. Have good relationship. Amen? Have I helped you this morning? This series is more like a motivational speaking. I just want to help your life. Everything is not deep, deep revelation. This is not deep revelation. Practical life is what I'm giving to you. Are you following what I'm talking about? The thing that will make you move forward and enter into realms that prayer will not be able to do for you. No matter how long you pray, how powerful, how deep your prayer is going to be. If you don't have people that can open the door for you, that door will ever remain shut. Praise God. Somebody call me. I close with you. One bishop, South Africa, called me three days ago. I was driving out here. My phone rang. And he said, oh, Apostle, we miss you. Can you please tell me what are the chances? I've spoken to a group of pastors here in South Africa. We need to have you. Remember, I hosted you some years back in Grahamstown. I said, yes. So now we need to have you. I've spoken to two groups of pastors. We need to have you. Can you give us a date? The world you're speaking, this world we feel is supposed to strengthen the body of Christ. And we need your grace here. Somebody's recommended me. Who knows me? If I was so insulted to that guy, no matter the grace he thinks I have, he will never recommend me. And let him go with his grace. Amen? Doors will open when you have good relationship with people. The disciples came in the apostles, they came and said, Choose from among you. So, the choice to be made is directly connected to their relationship with the people in the congregation. Am I correct? God will choose you and will use men to choose you. Stand up. I just need you to meditatively pray. Meditatively pray. I need you to meditatively pray and ask God some simple questions about your life. Simple questions about your life. In this thing that we are talking about, I just need you to ask simple questions about your life. And areas you feel God will help you with. Mm. Let him come in now and assist you. Let him come in now and assist you. Do you know some people can stop even coming to the fellowship and say, is that where that sister is worshiping? Say, I beg, I know they go. If not, because of that sister alone, I know they go to church. Do you know for your sake alone, men can reject Jesus Christ? Have you wondered why your evangelism is not effective? It could be just be your character. Because you don't have a relationship. What about if you have a church where people are quarreling? Why do you want God to come back to that place or some people there? To join them to quarrel? You have a church where people are not relating. They don't have fellowship and you are trying to evangelize people. Why do you want God to send people to that church? To be infected with a quarreling spirit? Your rebellious spirit, your disobedient spirit, 
Your no recognition of other people. Your pride. Do you want God to send people there? No. Sometimes you pray for peace in your home. Have you wondered why there is no peace? As you are praying. Could the peace you are looking for in your family will just come by simple relationship with your husband, your wife, your children? Could it be just that factor? Is what you need. No, have you have you come to that point in your life that you can't listen to counsel? Don't forget, with all the anointing that was on the head of Moses. He took the voice of man to bring God closer to him. He said, when you listen to my counsel, God shall be with you. Have you so grown to that point where you don't hear the voice of men to deliver God's presence to your life? Ask yourself this simple question. God is still looking for humble people. For the scriptures say, He resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Thank you, mighty Father. Lay your hands on your chest. The penitent prayer who went to pray, lay hands on his chest and he said, God, you know, this is who I am. So when you put your hand on your chest, you are saying, God, this is who I am. God, your people are saying, this is who they are. Every one of you that need help from the Spirit this morning, may God come through for you in the name of Jesus Christ. In this matter that we are discussing, every one of you that need a growth, even in terms of relationship, I'm asking God to come through for you today in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are sick and you say, God, here I am. I ask that God will come through and heal you of that infirmity in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If there is confusion in your family, your hands are on your chest saying, God, I don't know what else to do. I ask right now by the power of the name of Jesus, let that confusion be terminated in the name of Jesus. If you have issues in your business, you are saying, God, here I am. I don't know what else to do. I'm asking God from this hour to begin to move into that business and give you wisdom, wisdom, wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. I demand that you live and bring glory to God. From this day, may your life glorify God. From this day, may your life glorify God. May men begin to see you as a potential individual that can step forward from where you are in the name of Jesus Christ. When recommendations have to be made, 
may you not be left out thank you precious father in Jesus name I pray amen hallelujah praise God Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.